0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No
1: purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions.
2: 18 plus. The Franciscan Friars of the Atonement present the Ave Maria Hour. Hello. This is Father Bob Warren of the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. Thank you for listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour radio show. The Friars' popular Ave Maria Hour was first brought to the radio airwaves in 1939, recorded in New York City and on the mountainside grounds at Graymore, a home in Garrison, New York. These timeless, classic stories of the Bible and the lives of the saints came to life each week through dramatic reenactment by professional actors and actresses. You know, friends, Christ once said, do not hide your treasure under a bushel. In saying this, he meant, share your gifts, share your talents. The Friars of the Atonement feel the message in these broadcasts remains as powerful and timely as when they were originally aired, and we are so happy be able to share them with you today. To learn more about the missions and ministries of the Friars of the Atonement, I invite you to visit our website, www.atonementfriars.org. In the meantime, sit back and enjoy this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour.
3: The Servant of God, Sister Blandina Siegel.
4: Justina, listen to this telegram. Sister Blandina, Steubenville, Ohio. My dear child, you are mission to Trinidad. <gasps> oh. You will leave on Wednesday and alone. Mother Regina will attend to your needs. Devotedly, Mother Josephine. Oh, Vlandina, how wonderful.
1: Oh, (laughs) you're so lucky. Oh, Trinidad is near Venezuela, isn't it? Well, let's look at a map and find out. Good, yes. Oh, I wish I were going with you. Oh, my.
4: You know, the last time I went to the mother house in Cincinnati, Mother Josephine said to me, May angels guard your every step. I think I'll take that for my watchword.
1: Now, here's the atlas.
4: Good. Let's see. Um, Oh, oh,
1: here's the Caribbean Sea. Yes, yes. Oh, look, Uh, here's Trinidad. Oh, it's a whole island. My. Well, well, they can't mean you're to go alone and be a missionary to a whole island.
4: Well, perhaps there's another place named Trinidad. Hmm. Let's look, um, no, I don't, I, uh, oh, oh, look, look, here. Here's a town in Cuba called Trinidad. That must be where I'm going. To the island of Cuba. Well, of course. Hmm. Well, perhaps the first thing for me to do and the most sensible is to start reviewing my Spanish.
1: A letter from Sister Blandina. And Mother Regina has given me permission to read it to you. She's on her way to Trinidad. Yes, to Trinidad. But, oh, sisters, listen, this will make you laugh. Listen, she wrote this on the train. Dear Sister Justina, it is dark and the lamps have been lighted. Opposite me, there is an elderly gentleman who looks at me so often the indications are he will soon turn his conversation to me.
4: Give me proper words.
5: Are you a missionary? I hope to be. Where are you going?
4: To Trinidad. I shall be teaching there.
5: You'll be teaching Mexicans?
4: Are there Mexicans in Cuba? Where's Cuba? (laughs) Why, it's south of here and east. It's an island.
5: You're on the wrong train if you're looking for an island. Oh? We're headed due west.
4: West? We're going west to Trinidad?
5: Trinidad's in the territory of Colorado. It's a mining town.
4: Oh, I should have known. I should have found out. I just thought, do they speak Spanish there?
5: Well, the Mexicans do, of course. Almost everyone else.
4: Well, then I haven't wasted my time.
5: Uh, What salary are you going to get?
4: I made a contract to let my salary accumulate and draw interest.
5: Oh, I wouldn't do that. You can't tell how long the funds in these missionary societies will hold out.
4: My investment is more solid than the Rockies. I have left it in God's hands.
5: (laughs) I don't quite grasp your business method, sister.
4: It's very simple. A religious makes an application to a community and offers himself to give service to God. The service is rendered according to the rules and constitution of the order. After we've been tested by God, we willingly bind ourselves by vows, one of which, in our community, is to share everything we possess in common.
5: Sounds like a crazy life to me.
4: The church does not oblige anyone to this life.
5: Well, when are you going back to Ohio?
4: Never, so far as I know.
5: But you can if you want to.
4: Traditionally, we go and come as we're told.
5: Why did you become a nun?
4: To follow the teaching of Jesus. If thou wilt be perfect, go and sell all thou hast. Give to the poor, then come and follow me.
5: Oh, that's hard.
4: Hard, but not impossible.
5: By the way, what's your name?
4: Sister Blandina.
5: And how old are you, Sister Blandina?
4: Twenty-two. May I have a word with you?
5: Well, of course, sister. You know I'm always ready to help you any way I can. What can I do for you?
4: Do I need to ask if you know what is taking place in our principal street?
5: You mean the man getting ready to lynch the prisoner who shot Mr. McCafferty?
4: I mean the mob. The son of the man in jail is one of my pupils. He says the mob is only waiting for Mr. McCafferty to breathe his last, and then they'll go to the jail and drag his father out and lynch him.
5: McCafferty might recover?
4: There's no chance of that. The gun was loaded with tin shot, McCafferty said.
5: You have been to see him, sister? It was good of you to comfort him.
4: I hope to accomplish more than that, Sheriff. I went to ask him if he'd receive the murderer in his home.
5: Receive the man who shot him? Why should McCafferty talk to the man who tried to kill him?
4: To forgive him.
5: But forgive him?
4: Yes, Sheriff, forgive him.
5: McCaffrey is a fine young man. He's a good, decent man. If he were
4: anything else, Sheriff, what would be the use of my asking him to forgive his murderer?
5: You've already asked him. Last night. Well, what'd he say?
4: He said he would.
5: Well, the law won't forgive his murderer, sister. You can just bet on that.
4: No one expects the law to forgive him, Sheriff. But I want the law to execute justice on the poor sinner, not the mob. And is there any better way to accomplish that than to let them know that a dying man has forgiven the man who killed him?
5: And you want to take the murderer from the jail to McCafferty's bedside?
4: So that he may receive forgiveness, yes. As we all ought to pray for forgiveness for ourselves every day of our lives. Well,
5: Sister, the mob would tear him to pieces before he was ten foot from the jail.
4: Not if I walk with him.
5: You'd walk with a murderer down the main street with a mob waiting to lynch him?
4: Have I your permission to ask him if he'll walk with me?
5: Ah, Sister, you're too deep for me. I think you shouldn't do it. I wish you wouldn't do it, but you have my permission.
4: Thank you, Sheriff.
5: But, Sister, I hope the murderer turns you down. (music)
6: Go out on that street, sister, with a mob waiting for me?
4: The man you tried to kill lies only 40 yards from here, John.
6: I don't care if it's 40 feet. Do you know what a lynching is, sister? I know. I don't think you do, sister. I, it's not the hanging. Oh, that's, uh, that's bad enough. It's uh, It's not just that. It's the things they, they do before they hang you.
4: I know, John.
6: They they can tie you by your heels to, to a horse's tail and then, and then give them a cut across the legs that'll, that'll send them a galloping. And if you're lucky enough to live through that... No, you don't know, sister, what we've all done out here in the name of lynch law.
4: I want God's help for you, John. That's why I'm here. I want McCafferty's forgiveness for you. It will ease your heart when the law comes to punish you for what you did.
6: (laughs) McCafferty forgive me? That's crazy. Why should he?
4: He said so. If you'll come to him. And if the law takes its course.
6: It's not the law I'm afraid of. It's a mob in the street.
4: I'll be with you.
6: Side by side with me, sister.
4: Side by side.
6: All the way.
4: And angels will guard our steps.
6: There they are.
4: Just step along. Just keep walking straight ahead. They,
6: they're coming for me, sister.
4: Just walk straight on. My,
6: my knees are shaking, sister. I'm scared.
4: That's nothing, John. So are mine. And I'm scared, too.
6: You, your knees are shaking, too.
4: It's true. Just keep walking straight ahead, John.
6: There, there's another mom in front of McCafferty's house.
4: Just keep walking. Angels will guard our steps, you'll see. Uh,
6: I'll never make it. I'll never make it, sister.
4: Of course you'll make it. We'll make it together. I can't. I can't ex- shut up, look! Me. Look, there's the sheriff. Where? Where? Right there by McCafferty's door. W- what's he up to? All right,
5: now shut up,
6: will you? Sure enough, the sheriff himself.
5: Walk right on, John. I said shut up! All of you. Now be quiet and let
6: the sister pass through.
4: Thank you, Sheriff. Uh,
6: Thank you, Sheriff.
4: Walk on in, John.
6: You come in with me, sister.
4: All the way.
1: Sisters, sisters, another letter. Listen,
5: listen. Last
1: week, the sheriff came to where I was supervising a foot race.
5: Sister, please come with me. I want you to see one of Billy's gang.
1: And listen to this, sisters. You know who Billy is. She says here, listen. Billy is Billy the Kid, the famous outlaw. And this man the sheriff wanted me to meet is a man named Schneider one of the desperados who goes everywhere with Billy the Kid. Oh, sisters, listen. Listen to what Sister Blandina says about him.
4: He was mounted on a spirited stallion and was dressed as the toreador's dress in old Mexico. Cowboy sombrero, red velvet knee breeches, green velvet coat, long sharp spurs, golden green saddle cover a figure of six feet three on a beautiful animal, made restless by a tight bit. You can imagine the rider drew attention. And the impression he made on me, I will candidly acknowledge, was one of fear.
1: And sisters, Sister Blandina goes on to say,
4: This Desperado Schneider became involved in a quarrel soon after and was wounded badly. They brought him to Trinidad, threw him into an adobe hut, and left him there to die.
5: He hasn't much of a chance, sister, but I thought you might want to... We'll
4: do all we can for him, Sheriff.
5: He uh, got into an argument with his partner. Each one thought the other was off guard, and each fired at the same split second. The other man was shot through the breast, and Schneider, he got a bullet in his thigh.
4: All right, Sheriff. Take me to where the man is lying. I'll bring some good nourishing food. And some fresh water and some clean linens. Perhaps we can save his life.
5: Uh, uh, there he is, sister.
4: If you'll just put these things on that table, Sheriff. Uh. Well, you're Schneider. One of Billy the Kid's gang, are you?
3: That's my name. That's what I am.
4: I can see that nothing but a bullet through your brain will finish you.
3: Careful, Sister. It's all right, Sheriff.
4: Well, let me dress your wound, and then I'll get some food
6: into well, never you.
3: never and... mind. Never mind the wound. I'm glad to have the food, but uh, I'll tend to my own wound if you'll give me the bandages and things. What do I call you, by the way?
4: Sister Blandina.
3: Well, Sister Blandina, I'm very glad you came by to see me. I'll
4: come by again. Will you? Tomorrow, in the morning, and in the afternoon, and again before supper. Take care of that wound now. Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye.
3: Sister Blandina, you've been coming to visit me for two months now.
4: You seem to be all right for the most part. But that bullet should be extracted, you know. Oh,
3: never mind the bullet. Sister, why is it you never speak to me about your religion? I want to tell you something, sister. That first day, if you'd talked repentance or uh, honesty or morals to me, I'd have thrown you out. But you just said I see that nothing but a bullet through your brain will finish you. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Is
4: that what I said? (laughs) I didn't mean to be harsh.
3: Oh, sister, you no idea what strength and courage those words put into me. I said to myself, no faking, no nonsense here. She's got the right stuff.
4: Thank you, Schneider. You've taken a load off my mind. I never meant to give you pain.
3: Sister, you think God would forgive me?
4: God forgives all those who ask for his mercy.
3: Mm Mm-hmm. All right, sister, I'd like to tell you some things I've done. Sit down. I have done all that a bad man can do. For instance, I've been a decoy on the Santa Fe Trail.
4: I don't know what that means, to be a decoy on the Santa Fe Trail.
3: I dress in my best when I expected to see horsemen or private conveyance take the trail. I'd ask politely, do you know the right road to where you're going? If they hesitated, I know they were new to the trail, and I'd offer to escort them. But my aim was to find out if they had anything worth stealing. If they didn't, I'd direct them to the next fort. But uh, if they had money or jewelry, I'd manage to lose the trail at sunset and make for a camping place. While they slept, I'd murder them and take all their valuables.
4: Yes. Go on.
3: Another thing I like to do was shoot cows for their hides. Once I shot some cows that belonged to a man from Kansas, but he and his herders trailed me and caught me with the hides.
4: So you were caught.
3: They had a rope with them, they threw it over the limb of a tree, and they put me under it. And the old man said, say your prayers. You know the law of the plains, a thief is hanged. I said, I'm not a thief. I shot at random, and when I saw I'd hit some cows, I took their hides. What would you have done?
4: And what did the old man say to that?
3: <laughs> he said I wouldn't have shot at random into a bunch of cows. <laughs> but I could see that some of the young fellows felt sorry for me. So I said, I know I did wrong, but didn't any of you ever make a mistake? Well, the young ones persuaded the old man to let me go, and I rode off and joined the gang and told them what a narrow escape I'd had. They laughed, and I said, uh, I'll wager ten cents. I'll scalp the old man and throw the scalp on the ground in front of you.
4: And what did your gang say to that?
3: They took up my wager, and the next day I discovered the trail of the herd and followed it, and at noon I saw the cattle, and the old man was sitting on a stump with his back to me. I slipped up behind him and scalped him. Now do you think God can forgive me?
4: God said, turn to me in sorrow of heart, and I will forgive you.
3: Sister, I don't doubt that you believe God will forgive me, but I'm going to tell you what I think God would do. Through you, he is enticing me to ask pardon for my devilish acts. He is enticing me as I entice those who had valuables. And then, when he gets me, he will hurl me into hell more swiftly than I sent my victims to eternity. Now, what do you think about that, sister?
4: I think you had better think some more. And I'll be back tomorrow. Goodbye, Schneider.
3: Goodbye, sister. Until tomorrow. Sister, sister, I'm glad you've come
4: I told you I'd be here Have you thought about our conversation Well, never yesterday? mind
3: about that Now, Billy and the gang are coming here
4: Billy the kid? I'll be glad to meet him Oh,
3: no, you won't, sister Not when I tell you why he's here Do you know the four physicians here in Trinidad?
4: Well, I know three of them
3: Well, the gang is going to scout four of them
4: in the name of God, why
3: because not one of them would extract the bullet from my thigh,
4: I can't believe it, Dr. Menger and his brother, both physicians well,
3: they wouldn't do it,
4: Dr. Palmer, I know him only by reputation. Oh, he but wouldn't he... do it either but dr beshawar, Dr. Michael Beshawar, he's our convent physician, did you ask him?
3: Billy asked him, and he wouldn't do it. I can't believe it. Well, you'd best believe it, and you'd best believe that Billy and the gang are going to scalp them all.
4: Do you think that with this knowledge I'm going to keep still?
3: Well, do you think you can prevent it by warning the doctors? That won't do any good. Billy and the gang have ways the doctors know nothing about.
4: No, I'm not going to tell the doctors. But I have a thing or two to tell your friend Billy. I want to meet him here in this room by your bedside at 2 p.m. on Saturday.
1: Sisters, I know how anxious you are to hear Sister Blandina's last letter. She did go to the adobe hut at 2 p.m. that next Saturday, and there was Billy the Kid. Now listen to what she says about him.
4: He has steel blue eyes. One would take him to be 17. Innocent looking, save for the corners of his eyes, which tell a set purpose, good or bad.
0: I'm uh, glad to see you, Sister. Sister.
4: And I, you. It doesn't seem right for me to call you Billy. You must have another name.
0: Ah, uh, call me Mr. Chisholm.
4: Is that your right name?
0: <laughs> to tell you the truth, sister, it's not.
4: What is your right name then?
0: Let me see. Why, well, it's William H. Barney. Oh, I never knew that, Billy. You never told me. Why should I tell you anything? But this lady here, anything she wants to know...
4: What was your mother's name?
0: Kathleen. I haven't seen her since I was 12.
4: You love your mother?
0: Of course I love my mother. I killed my first man, a man named Bolton, because he insulted my mother.
4: Then since you were 12, your hand has been against every man.
0: And every man's against me.
4: You poor boy.
0: I'm not asking any pity from you, sister, or any favors. As a matter of fact, I'm here to do you any favor you ask, because you've helped Schneider here. There
4: is a favor you can do for me.
0: Oh, sister, the favor is granted. Here's my hand on it.
4: Thank you. Here's mine. I understand you've come here to scalp our Trinidad physician's. And I ask you to cancel your intentions.
0: I didn't know you'd ask for anything like that.
4: It is what I ask. We shook hands on it.
0: Sister, I... Billy.
3: Billy, the sister is game. Believe me, I know she's
0: game. Sister, I granted the favor for I knew what it was and, and a stance. And not only that, sister... But any time William Barney and his gang can help you, you'll find us ready.
1: And you know, sisters, Sister Blandina has never told the doctors, nor will she ever tell what happened that day or what might have happened to them. Now listen, this is the way
4: her letter ends. Life is a mystery. What of the human heart, a compound of goodness and wickedness? Who has ever solved the secret of its working? One moment diabolical, the next angelical.